Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. My name is Elena Nikova. I'm a co-founder and CMO of Escreo. It's a startup that helps people be more creative and productive in the office by transforming the walls around them. We produce whiteboard paint that makes any wall a whiteboard of a new generation. I'm based in Sofia, Bulgaria. I think uh, it's one of the challenges that we have is that when you have a lot of co-founders, I mean, four is really a lot, whatever we say. Uh, and um, we try to communicate and have... Um, um, how to say votes when we have something that is really challenging to decide. Uh, but m- in most cases, we also change hats, which helps us a lot to put in each other's shoes. Um, but we take decisions for the, for the spheres that we we are responsible for. For example, I am responsible for marketing. One of the founders is responsible for operations and the other one for sales. Right. So, of course, in most cases, the decisions are made together. And uh, sometimes it's hard, but we should have thought about it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and how long has Escreo been around so far? Since 2015, three years. And it's pretty amazing. And you have, you said six employees? Yeah, we or are. Or six people on the team altogether? Yes, yes we're six people in the team. We are growing. Uh, so we try to, 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 to be smart uh, because uh, uh, it's not very easy to sell a physical product and to no. uh, and to grow. It's not like uh, you are putting your app in some of the stores and then you have millions of subscribers. It's just a different business and we need to be really persistent and have a lot of patience. And sometimes it's uh, it's hard, but that's the road we took. Are you profitable? 
Yes, we are profitable, actually. And uh, so you can't go to America then because Americans don't want profitable companies. I know. <laughs> we, we're not. We work. You know, we unfortunately. But uh, yeah, it's just a different business. And I should. One that be, actually makes money. I should, I should be realistic about it. And uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't like to read about the unicorns and everybody comparing me with the unicorns. I just say we're a different thing. And I read there was one very interesting concept about what kind of a startup you are and that there are three different types of a startup. Let me see if I can remember them. One of them was uh, um, the ones that are not profitable mm -hmm. and they're like trying to go for the investment yeah. and have a different uh, concept. The other was a lifestyle start yeah, yeah, startup yeah. that just uh, has a small store, let's say, for the family. And right. then there are the bootstrapping startups. I think we're in, the, in this bootstrapping mm -hmm. part where we try to get our revenues and try to be smart with the money. This is Tatiana Mitkova, co-founder and CEO of Claim Compass. We help you get compensated if your flight is delayed or canceled. Based in Sofia, Bulgaria. So most of my experience regarding fundraising, and um, they've taught me about fundraising during 500 startups. So I came with zero experience, especially when it comes to the US. Like as you come, as you come from Europe, um, you may have an idea about fundraising that's very different than uh, the reality in the Valley. So at, five, at 500 startups, they basically... Um, try to show you the worst picture, which is exactly going to 300 pitches and not getting anything. Right. So they try to prepare you um, in terms of have a really strong pipeline. Uh, first of all, it's kind of like buyer persona or, or uh, like marketing persona. You have to know who's the ideal investor for you. So are they investing in your area of business? Are they investing in your um Stage, so it may be early stage, it may be on the later stage. Right? Are they investing in certain um, business models or certain industries or certain types of uh, working? So um, just draft all of this and then start comparing. So this investor A kind of fits this persona, but investor B is not something I should be is not somebody I should be talking to. So once you have this pipeline. You just start pitching. So that's a lot of work. It usually is a full-time job for one of the founders. Um, and at least we've been thought that a hundred to one uh, ratio is kind of the reality. So you do pitch hundred times to get one check at yeah. the end. Um, but it highly depends again on, on the network. And sometimes a person believes in you and then they tell their investor friends and then they invest much faster. So you don't get to uh, pitch that many times. That's actually what happened on our second round. Um, Wild 500, our mentors, uh, they decided to start their own VC. It's a micro VC called Hustle Fund. So um, they started it on the side and then they... Um, once we graduated and their VC was up and running, they decided to do a follow-up, so to invest in us again, but like through another That's institution. So, cool. so this didn't require 100 pitches uh, in front of different investors. It was a more um, of a natural uh, transition because they've seen us grow. They've seen us, they've seen our KPIs like every single week for four months. So they really had the info to make a decision faster. This is Nina Angelovska, CEO and co-founder of Grouper.mk, the leading e-commerce uh, deal platform. 
We are providing the best deals to the end users by working with uh, over 3,000 merchants from domestic ones and also from abroad, from Macedonia. I think that I've overcome almost all of the challenges and obstacles that, that were on the way, you know, but uh, now the modern world of an obstacle is a challenge. Yeah. Know, we don't see problems, we see yeah, challenges, yeah, yeah. but I think that seeing, being able to see obstacles and problems like a challenge, actually yeah. challenges, is, is crucial because that's how you set your mind that this is something that has to be overcome. This is a rock standing on my way and I'm going to, I'm going to just, uh, well, overcome this, yeah. this obstacle because after that we feel more knowledgeable, stronger and better about ourselves, yeah. more confident, you know, and I really had to overcome like, uh, the road was bumpy. There were a lot of rocks on the ways, right. light ones, heavy ones, all sorts of rocks. Yeah. But if I have to choose like, uh, I don't know one that would be like the heaviest one. I would say that maybe f uh, finding people is one of the one of the key challenges. Talent, finding yeah. talent, oh finding my gosh, I skilled know. work. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I've I've met a lot of entrepreneurs. I travel a lot. Uh, I go to and speak to various conferences, and I speak to entrepreneurs. And I thought that this is a problem that we had on we have on the Balkans, but it's a problem everywhere. Mm -hmm. So it's not just that we have here. But uh, on the on on the way when when I speak about the challenges and the rocks, you know, uh, when you when you gave the, the the audience like a bit of a picture of where we are and that yeah. we don't use that much payment cards, we we've been evolving. You know, we are an emerging market and things are changing. Yeah. But you can imagine how how the situation was for us in terms of. Um, administrative burdens that we had to face, right. you know, like lack of regulation. Uh, we had a lot of inspections when we started working. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned, the market was not educated. Also the merchants, you know, we work with 3000 companies and we had to, you know, provide knowledge yeah. about marketing, about going online, about what the trends totally. are. So there were a lot of obstacles. Uh and I would say that uh, I am grateful to be here after eight years of struggling because today I I'm able to perceive stress as a challenge. Really, and I think that anything can be done and it can be fun. I yeah, you know, we were organizing a huge conference with the e-commerce association just a few days ago, and two days before the conference, the the host of the conference just canceled. One of the speakers canceled, and I was like smiling when they told me and I was like hmm, this is gonna be a rough day but I'm smiling and I'm gonna do my morning run and I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna you still this. did your morning run yeah interesting and I was like this is life is good things happen and that's what will make make me stronger because I'm gonna find a solution to to any problem that will arise and I won't you know complain or be anxious or nervous about it because that's experience I think The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.
Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.